0: What's up, everybody? This is your host, Rose the Haitian Mama, and you're listening to season three of Mama Life, a show about the ups and downs of motherhood. If you're a new listener, welcome, and thank you so much for tuning in. For my returning listeners, thank you for sticking with me on this journey. Now let's get on with the show. Y'all, welcome to another episode of Mama Life. Okay, y'all, so today we're going to dive deep into childhood trauma, specifically mine, and how it affects my parenting today. So, let me start off by saying that trauma is different for everybody, which you might see as trauma might not be the same thing for the next person. And my trauma, it might be different from yours, and you might not even see it as trauma, but it affects the way I function or the way the person functions in their everyday lives. So here is mine. Let's cue the drums. Wow, growing up Haitian, if I could describe it in one word, it would be strict. Yes, my dad was very strict on me growing up. The reason why I said that is because I wasn't allowed to go anywhere. Now, I know you guys are thinking, how is not going anywhere like childhood trauma? Like I've said in the beginning, like it's different for everybody, So, this was my kind of childhood trauma because I felt, you know, lonely. And aside from not going anywhere, like, I couldn't have any friends. Like, I wasn't allowed to have people come over. I wasn't allowed to go to anybody else's house. And I wasn't allowed to have any phone calls at all. And if somebody did call my house... Like my dad would tell them that they had the wrong number. Now this happened once when I happened to give this girl my number, and she called the house, and my dad said that she had the wrong number, and that I didn't live, I didn't live there. And so the next day I went to school, and she was like, "What happened? Like I called your house, but you know your dad said you had." I gave you the wrong number. You gave me the wrong number. And so I was like, yeah, so my dad don't want me to have any friends. So, yeah, and that's exactly what he told the girl. He was like, I don't want my daughter to have any friends. Like, she doesn't live here. So, so yes, I wasn't allowed to have friends. I wasn't allowed to socialize. Like, there was a lot of things I wasn't allowed to do. Which, you know, which which in turn made my childhood very lonely because I wanted to I wanted to play, I wanted to socialize, I wanted to have fun, I wanted to go out, which I wasn't allowed to do because I think my dad didn't trust anybody. And that in turn made my, <laughs> my childhood lonely because he didn't trust me to go out because he thought I was going to get kidnapped. He didn't trust anybody because he thought that they were going to either poison me or try to kill me. And I credit that to to America's Most Wanted, which was a show about, you know, those kids getting kidnapped. And that movie Selena, which was, you know, that movie where her, where that lady killed her and that lady was supposed to be supposedly supposed to be her friend so that in turn he was like well look at selena can't have no friends so i know you guys are wondering now how does that affect once child once you know once i had kids you know once i had my own kids so once i had my own kids the trust the no trust nobody thing was there like I didn't trust anybody to watch my kids. It was very hard for me to leave my kids with people. It was very hard for, you know, when my son had his first sleepover or my son, he he actually slept over at my husband's cousin's house. I had a hard time with it. Only because my trust issue wasn't there. I know I was supposed to, you know, trust family, but it, was, it wasn't it was there because of that situation, because of how I grew up. Like, my dad didn't trust nobody. And he put into our minds, into my mind, that, you know, nobody could be trusted. Like, they could do anything. So, the way I saw it was that... You know, I didn't trust my son to go nowhere. Like, I didn't even trust him to go to summer camp, which I talked about that. And (laughs) when he finally went, you know, he had COVID. But, you know, he really liked summer camp when he finally went. So I'm glad that I kind of let loose on that and let him go. So... Yeah, and I didn't didn't even trust him to go to his friend's house to sleep over. Like, my husband has this, you know, his boss has this kid, and they're, like, friends. And that, I didn't even trust. It took me a while. It took me a while to actually trust that. The difference is that I'm starting to notice that, you know my childhood and the way i'm raising my kids are like intertwining together or like sticking together and you know that's affecting that's affecting the situation so i'm trying i'm trying to be better i'm trying to to stop it before it gets worse so that's the reason why i just i was like okay so i see the two or trying to to stick together. Like, my dad didn't trust anybody, and I'm, tr- I'm starting not to trust anybody either. Like, my trust is not there. Like, I still don't trust anybody, but I'm working on it. I'm working on myself. I'm working on it. So, yes, that's how, like, your childhood trauma could affect, you know, the way you raise your kids. I know you guys might not see me having no friends or my dad telling me, that I can't have friends as trauma, but you know, it is. Like when, you know, when I couldn't go to the prom, which I remember forever. And the reason I couldn't go is that my dad didn't trust that, you know, I'll make it home. So, you know, I wasn't allowed to go, which was supposed to be like memories and stuff. And, you know, I had a miserable time because I couldn't go. And like, I remember it forever. And how that poured into me raising my kids is that, you know, I'm trying to let them go to every little event. But, you know, sometimes it's like, some things I'm like, I don't know if they should go. Like, I'm afraid of that. I'm afraid this will happen. And, you know, it's that fear. It's that fear that, you know, it's hard for me to trust is that fear that pours into my adulthood that used to be part of my childhood trauma is that fear. And another thing that affected, you know, the way, you know, I raised my kids is okay. So, I know not every parent is perfect. And sometimes We, you know, we get angry and we say things and, you know, and then we, we pull back and we're like, okay, what just happened? So growing up, I saw like one thing I saw was that when I made a mistake, it was big. It was big. My dad overreacts over the littlest things. And he would lash out and, you know, call me names. And it was like, it was like I couldn't make a mistake. Like, I was afraid to make a mistake. And I think it poured into, you know, my adulthood and how I raised my kids. Because when I first, when they were first, like, when they were little, I was, well, two of them are still small. But it's like. Now I'm working on myself and I realize that, okay, it's okay for kids to make mistakes. It's okay for them to mess up. And being in therapy, like, really helps. Like, really opens my eyes because I realize that, you know, a mistake is a mistake. Like, growing up, like, when I made a mistake, I got called names. And, you know, it really hurts. And I think, like, my dad lashing out really affected you know the way I raised my kids because I saw myself I see myself getting angry like he got angry and I'm like, okay, that has to stop like it's one it's it's a good thing when you know when you realize that you're doing something and when you realize that you need help because everybody needs help. And, you know, not everybody's perfect. Not every parent is perfect. Like, parents make mistakes, too. So, it's it's good that you're recognizing your mistakes. And, yes, childhood trauma could affect the way you raise your kids. Like, seriously, it could pour into that. It could pour into your adulthood. It could pour into your everyday life. And, yes, like... My trauma is no exception. Like, even though you don't see it as trauma, yes, I was spoiled. Yes, I got whatever I want. But the truth is, like, my childhood was, like, pretty... (laughs) It was pretty lonely. Like, I wanted to go out. I wanted to, you know, play with, you know, the kids. I wanted to do stuff. And, you know, another thing about trauma is that you don't realize that you know that is there until it affects you until you start you know you start to feel it so yes that was that's my trauma that's my trauma story yes I feel it like from me having no friends to you know My dad always, you know, calling me names when I make a mistake, like, lashing out. That affected how I raised my kids tremendously. Not that, you know, I lash out at them a lot, but when I realized that I'm doing it, I stopped myself, and I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's not right. So, yes, and going to therapy was, was big for me because... Because the the thing about it is I realized that I had to do something. I had to do something before it got worse. And I realized that I had to tackle, you know, whatever was bothering me, I had to tackle it head on, head on. Because I didn't want to be the mom that lashes out all the time. Which I wasn't, because it wasn't all the time, you know. It was like a little, when I realized that I was doing it, that's when I was like, I need help and you know the best thing about parenthood is that when you need help or when you do something you admit it because everybody's not perfect everybody's gonna make mistakes but the best thing about it is that you own up to your mistakes so yes childhood trauma is real And yes, it can affect you. It could go into your adulthood and it could affect how how you live your everyday life. I think that you could either be bitter about it or you could tackle it head on and try to, you know, try to make the best of the situation and try to improve on it. And try to try to be different. Try to be different. You don't have to you don't have to be a victim to your trauma. You got to try to rise above it. And I think that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to rise above it. I'm trying to forget about it. But every now and again, there's little triggers that set me off. But I'm learning to 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 just rise above it, to just rise above it. Because I know that it could affect the way I raise my children. And I want, I want to be different. I do. So there you have it, y'all. Until next time. And we are out. Time for the inspirational quote of the day. Let's get inspired. Okay, y'all, so this inspirational quote states, hold yourself back or heal yourself back together. You decide. It's story time. Y'all ready for this? Okay, y'all, this week's story is about my toddler. Okay, so how about like every time I tell him to do something, he's like, it's not fair the boy is only three i mean what do you know about fairness (laughs) oh my god i know kids are smart and i know he knows what he's saying but why are you trying to grow up right now on me saying it's not fair like you're a whole teenager like kid life isn't fair like yes that's my little story like he keeps saying it's not fair help me like why you keep saying that kid So much for listening to season three of Mama Life. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like to support this podcast, please share it with others. Don't keep it to yourself. And wherever you're listening, please remember to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. And to catch all the latest from me, please follow me on Instagram at Mama Life Plus Three and catch me on YouTube at Mama Life Plus Three Life of Moms. And as always, take care of each other, and most importantly, take care of them kids.